This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous or me at Cartoon Therapy. If you uh, haven't subscribed to my show, subscribe to it wherever you listen to it. If you can write a review, write a review. I love reading reviews. If you want to be on the show or you just want to send me an email, you can send it to strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website and click on be on the show. This is a call and advice show where I give total strangers my unprofessional advice and it's just become like a place where people call in to sort of talk about their secret lives and their naughty lives that they live. So if you fall into any of those categories and you want to be on the show, like I said, go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, what else? If you want to talk to people who have been on my show, you could go to the Reddit page that was set up by a couple of guys that were on my show. It's reddit.com slash let's talk essay podcast. I actually have to like tweet about this too because people don't go on there. And I know I get like over 10,000 downloads a week. So I just want to send more people over to there because these guys sort of run it. And it is kind of cool because you get to talk to the people who have been on the show because they go on there. Actually, that girl Rose who was on the other day posted something and was like, you know, here I am and uh, I'm here to answer all of your, any of your questions because I feel like I was cut off many times. <laughs> so if you feel the same and you want to talk to Rose, she's an interesting girl. You could go on there. She's on there looking to sort of chat with people. And if you have any questions and you feel like she did that, I cut her off a lot. <laughs> uh, and you have more questions for her, go on to reddit.com slash let's talk essay podcast. And you could talk to Rose or other people who have been on my show and just get in a discussion about it. Uh, today, I'm on a guy named Brad who is into the most common fetish out there, pantyhose. Um, I've had a couple pantyhose guys on more than a couple now. I just learned like maybe like last year, like a couple means three. I mean, two and a few means three. And like, I don't know. I just never knew that. I've had on numerous uh, pantyhose guys and they all fall into different sort of degrees of fetish people. <laughs> uh, he's like a regular fetish guy when it comes to pantyhose. 
Uh, he was, but like everybody else, he was into them at a very young age and he's still into them at his age now. He's like more like my age. He's, I think in his fifties or sixties. Uh, he, like I said, he got into them when he was really young. He talks all about when he first started wearing them, uh, and how he still wears them now and how his fetishes kind of changed. Like he said, it went from like kind of being, well, from definitely being a sexual thing to being like now a functional kind of practical thing. He just likes to wear them out. And I've heard that before. And it's interesting to hear how that makes a transition in his life. He talks about, like I said, how he started wearing them when he got caught. He's got caught a couple of times, both by his mom and a couple doctors. <laughs> I mean, you would expect if you're wearing hose all the time and you're a guy, like you probably are going to get busted every now and then. I uh, got ca- caught a couple times. We talk about that. We talk about um, how he wears them out now, how he started wearing them out a long time ago, how he's told his, a couple of girlfriends and his wife knows about it and how that played out in his relationships and how hardcore they were able to go with his pantyhose fetish. Uh, Because like I said, it started out sexual and he did sexual things with pantyhose and his girlfriends. And I think his wife too, I forget. I just edited this yesterday. You'd think I'd remember. But I am a single mom and I have an under three-year-old child. So, you know, do the math. (laughs) It's like mom brain. Um, But anyway, so we talk about all that. and, um, And he also discusses the difference in the types of hose out there, which most of these guys, like I'm telling you, if you're a girl and you have to wear them every now and then pantyhose, these are the kind of guys you want to talk to because they really, they're so into it that they really do all the sort of studying of it. Cause I'm like, I fucking hate fanny hose. And he's like, yeah, but that's because you haven't used the European ones. He knows the difference. And we talk about that. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Brad. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, Hey, Brad, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you doing today? I'm well, thank you. How are you today? I'm good. You're another pantyhose guy, right? You found my podcast through probably Googling about pantyhose, right? <laughs> and then found my other pantyhose yeah. episodes. Yeah, that's exactly right. I just stumbled across it a couple of months ago. Yeah, it's so funny because I always, like, before my podcast, I would have never known these things. But, like, when I started to do it and before I have, like, Craigslist went down and under, that was where I got all of my callers from, right? So I would just go on to Craigslist in the personal section and I would just email people and ask them if they want to be on my show. That's how I started, right? And I remember thinking, like, oh, my God, like, the things that I would see the most were pantyhose and foot fetish uh, emails, like, so many of them that I was just like, this is, like, a lot more common than people know. Do you know what I mean? And it's like nobody really talks about it. I mean, a lot of people have talked about it on my show. And whenever I air one, I always get like five more guys emailing me. And here you are, another one guy who's into pantyhose. Let me ask you real quick before we get into your whole history. Is it something, because you're older and we spoke a little bit about this in like your email. You were talking about how like it's a very different time now and stuff, but you know, very different than when you grew up, right? Um, Is, do you, like, is this a secret kind of a thing that you have or does it like, does anyone in your life know about it? Um, No, my, uh, a lot of people know about it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the t- at the time, um, you know, for many many years, um, I just thought I was the 
I was the only one like, you know, prior to the advent of the, of the internet, um, you didn't know there was other people out there. Yeah, totally. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mentioned in my, in my email that, uh, you know, I was brought up in the, in the early sixties and I think it was a very, very different time then it was, you know, you look at the, even the old television shows, something like leave it to beaver. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was so prim and proper. And, and didn't almost, the parents live in you know, separate beds? Like they didn't even live in the same room, right? Like, are they like they weren't even well, sleeping I, in the same bed? I don't think the husband and wife. My 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 parents did, but I remember my grandparents did not. Right. But, you know, it was it was so prim and proper, and and uh, uh, you know, you you didn't you didn't talk about uh, you know about sex or or anything like that, and and. Uh, you know, it was it was considered totally, uh, you know, unacceptable for for someone to have, you know, like a, for a woman to have their bra strap showing. That was just scandalous, right? Mm-hmm. So, or or to even talk about something like, uh, you know, for for uh, you know somebody to to say panties, you know, was oh that was just scandalous. So when you when you saw a flash of of underwear, it was it was really naughty. Right. Nowadays, you know, hell, it's just, you know, that's nothing. Yeah, you could scroll the Internet and see like the most hardcore things. And it's just like it's it's never enough Like because there's just so much. Right. It's such a different time. Yeah. So I I think that, you know, when I when I started to, you know, develop uh, an interest in uh, in nylons, you know, it was it was that, uh, you know, it was it was just something that was that was naughty and uh so and you, are you trying to say are you is the point you're trying to make that you think that maybe if you were born now that you wouldn't have that same you would have maybe not been into you wouldn't have gotten into it because it wouldn't be naughty like because it's so not naughty you know there's so many other things that can be naughty now is that what you're trying to because that's kind of like an interesting well, point i wonder i you know I, I've been thinking about that, and I, I, you know, I often wonder if 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 it would be the same because now, you know, it's just considered a, you know, a, a another piece of clothes. Well, I mean, now they're they're outdated. Girls don't want to have anything to do with them. But um, you know, even ten years ago when they were still in style, you know, it was just it was just a piece of clothing, right? It was it was nothing. Well, I was and, just, but you uh, know what? I just thought I I just had a guy on, and he was a young guy. He talked more about like fucking hookers and tranny escorts and stuff, but he was really into pantyhose too. It wasn't a total pantyhose episode, but he had a big thing for pantyhose. And he was not an old, he wasn't older like us. He was a young guy and he was into it. So I don't know if it's like, if it is because of the time and that's just what was naughty or if it just has to do with some sort of like tactile stimulation or something because a lot of the pantyhose, most of the pantyhose guys all say the same thing. It's like the way that it feels and the way that it makes them feel and the way that it looks like, I don't know that that changes just because it's not, oh, there's, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, there's there's a, there's a lot of that. Uh, yeah. You know, a lot is the... It's the look and the feel, and and I mean that even goes down to, you know, the types that that I like. Like I, yeah. I absolutely hate any with the reinforced top because I like it, you know, the sheer top and the and the feel of it. Uh-huh. But you know, if I if I think back to originally, what what got me going was you know at a, at a very very early age, you know, I was really young, 
and you know I would see my mom after she after she had finished the housework and she was getting dressed up for the evening for my dad to come home and she she'd put on you know a nice dress and and nylons and her high heeled shoes so that she was dressed up to the nines when when my dad got home wow you know I imagine women her, had to I do that be, now <laughs> well and the thing and the thing is that was the norm you know yeah. we, when when uh, we stumbled across when we were cleaning out my parents house mm-hmm. you know uh, a book and it's just absolutely hilarious you know and it was this guide as to you know what a perfect wife should do and that was one of the things is that you know you get dressed up and you and you do the do up their meal and and you don't ask or you you ask about their day but you don't tell them about your troubles right oh like my that, God, what was, that it? was the way do you remember the name of that book that's the way things were yeah yeah imagine guys uh, that are listening now are like I, they wish it was that way now too <laughs> yeah i don't uh, you know i can i can email it to you when i when i get home yeah, and, yeah. and uh, but it's quite funny but anyways so where where i was going with that was mm-hmm. that you know every day i would or not every day but you know periodically you know i would see my mom getting getting ready and she'd go through this ordeal of you know pulling on stockings and hooking them up to this uh girdle corset kind of contraption you know Mm -hmm. with these clips and it would you know it would kind of fascinate me about you know this whole ordeal and and also the the look of these things and the you know the sheerness and so on and so i was always kind of curious about that and and the one day you know when she wasn't around, uh, you know, I, I just tried tried them on just to see what they were like. And I thought, oh, these are kind of cool, right? Uh-huh. How old were you at this nothing, time, like five or six? Yeah, maybe not, maybe not even. Right. You mm-hmm. know, really, really young, right? right. Okay. And then, and then, and then uh, you know, a few years later, you know, I've, I've got... Uh, uh, you know, three sisters and and the one oldest one, you know, she would have been old enough that she was wearing, you know, stockings and the younger ones at that time would have been wearing uh, leotard or what do you call them, tights, mm-hmm. uh, you know, every day. Because again, back then, you know, a proper girl wore skirts or dresses every day. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I would I would see, you know, my, my uh, two younger sisters um, you know, with, with leotards on or tights on. And, uh, so the, the one day they, uh, these sisters, they stored some of their clothes in, uh, the bottom drawer of my dresser. Cause I had more dresser space than right, right, right. people. And I, mm-hmm. and I was, I don't know why I was putting something away for them, whatever. And I noticed that, that there was a, a pair of blue tights in the bottom corner. Uh-huh didn't think too much about it and then and then the uh you know one night in bed I'm, I'm thinking geez you know i wonder what those would would feel like to put on so i got up you know and, and it was late at night the rest of the family had probably gone to bed and i tried them on i thought oh these are kind of cool right and uh, so i tried them on you know several times after that well then you know it was it might have been a year or two later when when pantyhose kind of made their their uh, audition onto the the market, yeah, and you know this would have been you know probably mid mid sixties, you know sixty five, sixty seven, something like that, and that was when you know kind of the whole environment was changing. You know, you've got you know Beatlemania, the the British invasion, you know the introduction of mini skirts, and as part of that fashion change came the advent of of 
of pantyhose and, and really the, you know, whole change in the way of thinking. And I'll tell you when, when pantyhose hit the market, it was, it was uh, something big, you know, it was like the advent of the iPhone or maybe even more, you know, oh, really? I, I can remember. Oh, it was, it was crazy. You wouldn't think about that. You know, something that now is considered, you know, underwear, right? Yeah. But uh-huh. It was, it was crazy. I can remember my mom, on the phone talking to my grandma and they were talking about pantyhose and oh how wonderful these were and and how you know you no longer oh because what you're saying right 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 because i was thinking well wasn't your mom wearing them before you saw it but what it was was that they only had like the leg part and they had to attach them nobody had made the whole hose oh interesting exactly Mm -hmm. right because it was it was a Panty and hose all yeah. in one. Yeah. And and also the way that they were being advertised was that, you know, that you didn't you didn't necessarily need to wear panties because right. you you know it was it was an all in one garment. And and it was just, you know, it, so that prompted my interest. And then right away, you know, my all my sisters are wearing them and everyone around me was wearing them. And it was, you know, there wasn't a lot of television back then. It's not like where you've got 200 channels now, you know, you have two local channels. But even then, you know, the advertisements, you know, every hour there were several advertisements about pantyhose. Mm -hmm. And every every bus stop you went past and every billboard, there's things, you know, about pantyhose. Like it was it was crazy. And perfect for Um, you because that's what you were into. (laughs) Well, it, it was. And I mean, that was what prompted my interest because the fact that it was it was so out there and you know, you go from this kind of Puritan atmosphere where, where girls are, are going to school. And like when my oldest sister was in high school, she was in a, in a Catholic school and the nuns would come around with rulers and measure the length of their, their skirts. They, right. they couldn't be more than three inches, you know, above their knee. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you go to mini skirts where, you know, it's the width of a, of a wide belt and you're seeing all of these beautiful legs all in in sheer nylons, right? So it's it's a very different world all of a sudden. But and, you know, it kind of goes against what you were thinking maybe before, because when it was like naughty and not out there, you thought maybe that's why you were interested in. But you said that it kind of like took it to a whole other level when it was like just right there in your face and accessible. Right. It didn't you didn't it didn't lose its naughtiness. Right. It was still hot to you because you were just like into them. Right. So maybe that's why it, you remember what we were just well, trying to figure was- out before. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Yeah, no, it was it was hot to me, but at the same time, it was, you know, it was so it was so naughty for me to to be trying them on. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know I've heard you say on your on your program before that, you know, nowadays you know, you could you could uh, approach a girlfriend or a spouse or whatever about, you know, wanting to wear them. And a lot of 
females don't give it a second thought, right? It's like, well, it's, it's a piece of clothing, you know. Well, no, I deal. don't think that they wouldn't Where, give it a second thought. I think a girl might, you know, pause a bit and be like, whatever. But if she really likes the guy, she'd be like, okay, that's not a big deal. I don't think it's, I don't yeah. think it's at the point where it's like, well, I mean, we'll get to the point where you've made it sort of common knowledge to people that you know, and everyone's kind of cool with it and whatever. But I, I don't think we're at the place yet in society where like, guys are walking around with pantyhose and it's no big deal, right? Like it kind of still is a little bit. I mean, people still would call it a fetish. I still have people yeah. calling my show and wondering whether they should tell their partners, you know, um, you know right? I mean, I think that there's still a naughtiness to it. And I well, think, I, I think, yeah, I think that's, I think that's right. But yeah. I, you know, what, what got me, you know, so I, I saw it all in the news would hear about it and yeah. everything would see my sisters and my aunts, you know, all wearing them and so on. And every day getting ready for school, you know, I'd be at the back step, you know, at the back door putting my, my shoes on. And as my sisters would, would walk up, um, you know, I was a couple of steps below and, you know, I could always see up their, up their mini skirt and, and, uh, you know, see the, their, their panties through the, the, the pantyhose. And so, I mean, that was, you know, even for me to be looking, you know, I knew it was, it was, it was naughty. It wasn't, you know, necessarily the appropriate thing, but it was, it was kind of exciting, right? Yeah. And so, you know, over were you over too a young time, to realize that, like, it was like a sexual, like that you were having sexual feelings about it, or did you know for oh, sure yeah. that you were having sexual feelings about it? <laughs> no, it was it, it was it wasn't it initially. It wasn't a sexual thing, right? Um, you You're know, probably it, too mean, young was, to connect it that way, right? You know? Yeah. You know, initially I, I just went and, and tried a pair on and I mm-hmm. thought, oh, this is, this is cool. And, and I really like the feel and, you know, you would kind of rub yourself and you think, oh, that feels, that feels nice. But I didn't, I didn't know what it was about. Yeah. And, you know, over, over a period of time, you know, I would, I would, uh, you know, try to, uh, to masturbate. I didn't even know what that meant or what it was. Yeah. All I knew was that it felt good. Uh-huh. And again, the difference in, in the difference in time, um, you, you know, people didn't talk about that kind of thing, right? They didn't even talk uh, about jerking you know, about off, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. No. Yeah, and, and and it was quite honestly, um, you know, as a as a good Catholic boy, you know, I learned that 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 was once once it was talked about, once you got the birds and the bee talk. You know, you you learned that that was not something that was that should be done. Uh-huh. That's what you were told, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, over over time, I I grew this, you know, this fascination, this love for for the the feel and the look of of the pantyhose, and and I and I, you know, liked the feel of of touching myself through them, and uh, you know, it kind of went from there, and so it it you know quickly became something that was that was sexual and, and everything sexual became kind of tied to, uh, to pantyhose. Mm-hmm. And, and so, but like how, like from the, you, you know, you're like five or six when you start to sort of realize that, you know, you have an interest in them, right? When do you, how old do you think it was when you connected it to like a sort of a sexual thing? Or I guess you started jerking off, but like you didn't even know it was right. Like and you were probably still really young yeah. at that time, right? It was 
it was probably five or six, you know, when, when the, when I first tried on nylons yeah. and then, you know, a, a little, very little bit later when I tried on those, you know, those cotton tights that uh-huh. I wore, you know, maybe at the most half dozen times over a period of time. And then I would say probably by about the time I was, let's say by the time I was about eight, you know, I, I was, uh, you know, trying on pantyhose on a, on a fairly regular basis because, you know, you've got to remember if, if I got, you know, three sisters and a mom in the house and they're wearing they're all over the pantyhose every day. Right. Yeah. I mean, there is a constant supply of them hanging on the curtain rod that have been washed out. Right. So, um, plus, you know, many drawers of them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, 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 I started wearing them on a regular basis, you know, probably at about, at about eight. And, uh, when you say on a you regular know, really, basis, you mean like after school in your room alone, or do you mean under your clothes out and about? No, uh, yeah, after 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 school, um, you know, as I got as I got older, like I'll say by by um, you know junior high, like by grade seven, um, you know, I would say that I was, you know wearing them, trying them on, you know, on a, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it wouldn't, because I was doing a lot of sports, it, you know, it wouldn't be unusual for me to, to, you know, go home after, after school and between school and dinner, um, I'd go and, you know, have a bath. Um, and, you know, while I was in the bath, I would, I would put on pantyhose and, and rub myself. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was that was on a on a daily basis. And then very often, uh, you know, over a period of time, I, I'd, uh, you know, made a, a little bit of a collection of them, ones that I had kept on my own. Uh, and and, uh, you know, very often I'd I'd uh, put them on, you know, when I went to bed and wear them in bed as well. Did you did anyone ever and, uh, do you think anyone ever knew what you were doing? Like, did anyone ever catch you at all? Did anything like that ever happen? I mean, because you had a stash. Do you um, think anyone ever found out about it? Uh, no, I no, I don't. Um, I did my, you know, stash got got uh, found when I was in about, I think it was uh, my ninth grade. Um, you know, like an idiot, I was storing them under my under my mattress mm-hmm. between the mattress and the box spring, and I can remember coming home from school the one day and my mom called me in and she had this, you know, green garbage bag full of oh something and it turned out to be my nylon and she confronted <laughs> me with it. So you did get caught. And I thought you just said you did it. Well, I, I didn't get caught wearing them. But well, no, what I do you think she thought you were doing? Having, oh, right. Maybe you were yeah. just looking at them thinking they were in girls, right? Not thinking you put them on and wear them, right? Yeah, you know, and and she she asked me what I did with them, and I'm like, oh, you know, I don't, and and uh, what did you say? You, well, you know, I kind of stopped because, again, you know, I did I didn't even I didn't know what what masturbation was. Yeah. By that point in the game, um, I was getting, you know, pretty good at it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> but but honestly, I didn't I didn't know. 
what it was that I was doing. I just knew it felt real good. Um, and, uh, you know, it certainly wasn't anything that was, that was talked about. Right. Yeah. So I kind of skirted the question and, and, you know, my dad was, was out of town at the time. And, you know, I just kept saying, Oh, I, I haven't, you know, I have, I, I was wearing them. Uh, and, uh, you know, I haven't worn them in a long time and managed to, you know, kind of, uh, you know, skirt the issue that way. Oh, so you um, told her you, you know, wore my them. Mom, my mom was, was, well, no, I said that I had been wearing them. Yeah. But, that's telling but, her that you, you wore know, them. That yeah. I kind of, but, but that I'd stopped uh-huh. and because, you know, between that time and when my dad got back from wherever it was, New York, Los yeah. Angeles, whatever on, on, on business, you know, maybe a week or two weeks later, uh, you know, she was like, Oh, you know, we're going to send you to a psychiatrist or whatever. <laughs> and I'm, I'm freaking out. Like it was, you know, of course. And I managed, I managed to, you know, kind of convince them that it was a, you know, it was a passing trend. Mm-hmm. And so things actually did, you know, they stopped completely for a period of time. Because you got busted? Uh, you know, yeah. Because, you know, and I can't remember exactly how long that would have been where mm-hmm. I didn't touch them at all. Uh, but, you know, slowly, you know, I, I started to get, you know, back into it. But I made damn sure that, you know, my hiding spot was something that wasn't going to be found. Right. <laughs> but, but after that, you know, nobody knew again until, you know, I disclosed it many years later to... Uh, you know, uh, a girlfriend in, in university. And that was, you know, a, you know, quite a, quite a bunch of years later, you know, the last year of university probably. Right, right, right. But so at so, this point you're in seventh grade when you get, when your mother finds them, right? Uh, I think ninth, ninth grade. Right. By so. seventh grade, I was, I was, you know, wearing them on a, you know, on a, on a regular uh, basis, you know, like I said, right. normally in the, in a tub. When did you start uh, dating girls in university? That first girl that you told, or did you have other girlfriends before that? Uh, no university. I, you know, I had, I dated one girl briefly, you know, prior to grade 12 grad, just to kind of get to know her. Uh, but other than that, you know, I was, I was brought up in a very, very strict family. Uh huh. And, uh, you know, it was, I, I think being the, being the youngest of a family too, you know, and constantly getting teased and this kind of thing. And, you know, like if a, if a girl would phone and I, you know, I used to get phone calls all the time from girls, you know, wanting me to ask them out. And, you know, then my, my siblings said, Oh, you know, you're, you know, you got a girlfriend and, you know, this kind of thing. And so that's, I, I just kind of steered away from it just because I didn't want the abuse from my family. Right. And, when did you lose your virginity? Honestly, I, How old were you? Um, my first year of university, so I would have been eight, between 18 and 19. Right. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, going through high school and that kind of thing, I was or really all the way through school. I was so into all kinds of athletics that I just, I really didn't have time for, for girls anyways. Yeah, that's so, cool. But so the girl that you told, you didn't tell your first girlfriend or the girl that you lost your virginity for, but through through university and through college and all that stuff, like you were wearing them still and doing like your thing. And it was just like this secret that you just didn't want anyone to know about. What gave you 
the courage to tell the girl at that time because that's still a long time ago. I think it's pretty ballsy that you you yeah, know did tell um, her. Well, again, that that uh, that first you know real serious girlfriend in in university, and we went out with each other for you know five years. Yeah, and it was probably the last year that that we went out that that you know the total secret came out. But she she knew that I you know liked the the feel of them and that kind of thing, you know, I'd always be caressing her leg and that kind of thing. And, and, uh, you know, I would, uh, you know, I would ask her to, to rub me with, with nylon. So she put her, you know, hand in the leg of pantyhose or a knee high and, and, you know, rub me with it. Um, and I would ask her to put, put, uh, nylons on, uh-huh. And, uh, you know, she, she'd often say, oh, you know, cause she, she's one of these ones where, you know, again, she'd been brought up in a family that, oh, a decent girl doesn't go outside with a, a dress or a skirt on without, without pantyhose. Like you just, you had to, you had to have your legs covered. Yeah. But at the same time, she, she hated the feel of them herself. So, um, you know, when I'd ask her to put them on, she would. But, you know, quite often she'd say, oh, well, if you like them that much, why don't you put them on, right? Oh, she and, said that. And, yeah. And that I was never good did. for and you. Then fin- and then finally one night I'm like, you know, she was rubbing with them. And I, I said, oh, I'll, you know, I'll put them on or whatever. And, and you know, kind of, you know, so that that's that's where the that's where the tide swung. She, oh, she, now, she had, opened the window for you on that one and you jumped in. Like, you're lucky. Like, she well, totally she, gave you the end. She did, but at the same time, I, you know, I don't know if that was what, what, uh, you know, the start of the ending of the relationship or just the fact that, you know, we were both getting ready to graduate and kind of, you know, potentially go our separate ways anyways, but we ended up breaking up not too, too long after that. So I don't know if that was, you know, a big, you know, a, a huge shock for her or, well, I, do, I do you use that? You put him on that time that she said, "Why don't you do it?" And then eventually you said, "Okay." And then you did. And then did you like let your freak flag fly and be like, "Oh my god, I've been wearing pantyhose all my life," and like tell her everything, or did you just like wear them once or twice after that? Like, what? Did, how hardcore did you open up after you wore no, them that I, one time? I didn't. I didn't say, "Oh, I've been wearing them since you know for right. ten years or what." It, no, uh-huh. I just. You know, I said, "Oh, these feel kind of nice." You know, yeah, yeah you, just, bad, you were acting as if it was something new. So much? Yeah, uh huh. And and you know, I I wore them, you know, periodically around her, uh, while at the same time having you know many pairs of them stored, you know, in the in the back of my closet or down in the bottom of my bottom drawer, kind of thing. Right? Was she into so, it when you wore them? Do you think? Uh, no, I wouldn't really say. I think she was kind of still. I, I'm not sure she really got over the the shock of it. But um, she's the one that kind of threw it your way. Like she said, "Oh, why don't you wear them? You could try them on." Yeah. No, but again, like she was, she was really, you know, old school, very prudish kind of girl, a uh, very, very prim and proper, um, and. You know, even she she described herself as you know very naive, and I and I think that you know she was 
you know, one of the sweetest people I've ever met, but she was just so pure, right? Like in, in so many ways. Right. And I think that that, I, you know, I think that that was a little bit much for her. So that, that may, it may have been a, a factor in us breaking, you know, up. breaking up. I don't, I don't know. Right. I now, know. did you get married? But, Are you married? Yeah. Yes, I am. And did you ever tell your uh, wife? Yeah, my my wife is uh, is aware of it. She she accept she accepts it. She's not really uh, into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have you know prior to getting married, I had a couple of other girlfriends that were that were very into it. One oh, yeah? in particular that was that was really really into it, and you know it was a matter of. Uh, you know, Hall- Halloween costumes, and that's kind of what, what you know, broke the ice on on that one. And and you know, after you know some hysterical laughter and and uh, you know me not taking them off, then then she realized that oh, he, you know, he kind of likes these, right? Yeah. And and she she quite honestly liked the liked the uh, the look of them on me. So it you know for for. For the two of us, and again, we went out with each other for, you know, about five years. I, I was one of these guys that didn't have very many relationships, but I had, you know, when a few you had them, they were a long, long time. Term. Yeah, uh-huh. and, uh huh. And and this particular one, you know, she she was uh, she was really into the the pantyhose thing, and and uh, you know, she knew that it turned me on, and you know, so the the two of us would you know, would wear them together all the time. Right. And, uh, maybe she had a thing for it so, too, maybe a little bit. Cause there's right. Don't you think? Yeah. Uh, could be. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if there's but, like, uh, I mean, I always hear from men, right. But there was another guy who told me like he had a girl that seemed really into it too. Like I'm sure there's women that have pantyhose fetish, right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I, I think in her case, I mean, she was another one that, you know, that that didn't really enjoy wearing them, you know, like to going out and that kind of thing. She was a little bit of a, she was a little bit of a tomboy. Um, But, you know, anytime if she was wearing a dress, you know, she would wear, she would wear pantyhose. But she was into uh, it when you guys were fooling around though, right? Like that's when it would. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. very. That's what I mean. So maybe she had a fetish for it. She didn't give a shit about it in regular life, but when it came down to SEX, she liked the pantyhose. You wearing them? Yeah. And I I think that she, she saw that, you know, very easily that, that, um, you know, when pantyhose were involved, it, it, you know, it got me, you know, that extra, kind of kicked it up a notch, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so she, she enjoyed that. And, uh, so I, I think it was just kind of a, an amplifier for our, our whole relationship, you know, right. in that case. And that must've felt good for you considering like, you know, I don't know, you still don't know whether that first girl dumped you cause your pantyhose, but so at that time you must've been a little confused and maybe, ashamed of what you were into thinking maybe you know first of all you didn't want to tell anyone it was still like kind of like a secret thing and that girl sort of might have broken up with you about it it must have been really nice to finally meet somebody that was totally down with it well yeah because i you know i always used to have you know i'd put them on and i'd I'd kind of have this you know this fantasy like while i was touching them if i closed my eyes you know i was i was 
what was going through my mind is that, oh, I, you know, I was touching a girl's legs, right? But then I was also had going through my mind that, you know, that, that there was a, a girl touching me, rubbing rubbing me while I'm wearing pantyhose. Mm-hmm. So when, when that actually came to fruition where I did have a girl, you know, wearing pantyhose and she was rubbing me while I was wearing, wearing them. them as well. Yeah. You know that was that was kind of a fantasy come true, right? Yeah, that was your thing. And and uh, you know the fact that you know all these years, just the fact that I was wearing them, you know, I I knew that it was, you know, that it was something, it was something naughty. Like it that just kind of added a a bit of spice to it, right? Mm-hmm. So and so after yeah, her, it progressed. That did you eventually meet your wife, and then you didn't tell her for a while. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't tell her for a while. Although, you know, she she knew that that I, uh, you know, again, you know, I'd constantly be, you know, kind of feeling her legs, and she she knew that I that I liked, uh, you know, I I certainly had a an interest in pantyhose, and and you know, I I've always been a you know a leg man, right? Uh huh. Um, and again, it was a case of you know a, a Halloween. A Halloween costume, right? And uh, you know the same kind of thing where it was hysterical laughter, and you know I wore them several times after that, and then, and then it was a matter of you know me, you know wearing them more and more, and like I said, she she's never really gotten into it, but she you know accepts it, right? Right. So. Um, so you kind of eased her into it without making it like a big production. It wasn't like you sat her down and was like, "Hey, listen, I got to tell you something." <laughs> right? It just Well, and even and even in and even in her case, I mean, it's never been a case with any of these girls where I've sat down and said, "Oh, you know, I've had this you know, right. better since I was 7 or 8 or yeah. whatever." And da, da 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 like that, right? It was just, you know, I just kind of did it and they could tell by my actions that that it was something that I had been doing. I enjoyed. And in my wife, in the case of my wife, you know, even though she didn't really, you know, necessarily, well, she accepts it, but uh, even though she didn't really like it, it, it was something that I wasn't going to, it was fairly obvious to her, it was something that I wasn't really going to give up, right? Yeah. Well, that's so, cool that she was, oh, and I mean, I know that you said that you actually wear them out now, right? Like out and about? No, I mean not 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 all the not all the time. No. When did um, you start I, going it, from keeping it like inside to like going out? Well, it just progressed over time. I would say, uh, you know, it was funny the the first time that I ever wore them out, and I mean uh, underneath a pair of jeans. You know, with running shoes but no socks, right? I, I can remember mm-hmm. wearing them to to the mall one time, and and thinking, oh, you know, the, it, and it was again. I just you you get kind of a kick because you knew it was something, you know, naughty, right? And oh, you're gonna get you're gonna get caught, but you don't. And I was I was absolutely sure that everyone in that mall was just staring at me and everybody knew right and the reality is i mean i don't know how the hell they would unless they were pulling out my pant leg right right but that was kind of the kind of the thing 
And then that was a part of the turn on for you. you. Yeah. And then, you know, now, uh, you know, not all the time, but I mean, there, there are times where, you know, I'll go to the store, excuse me. And in the summer I'll be wearing, you know, a pair of shorts and, and a pair of, you know, very sheer, uh, patty hose and I'll, you know, walk through the mall or do grocery shopping or whatever. And I don't give it a second thought. And, and quite honestly, I have never had someone, you know, take a, you know, a, a, or appear to take a second look or anyone say anything to me. Maybe they don't so look down and they, they don't see it. Maybe it's only like the people if you're standing in line right behind you. Because like if I saw a guy wearing shorts walking by me, I don't necessarily know that I would be able to tell if he was wearing pantyhose, right? Because maybe you're looking at his face or, his head, you know, it, it. you'd have to really look to see them, don't you think? Yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, that's the other thing, too, is that, you know, over time, because I had, you know, tried so many different types of of nylons i i you know uh, kind of honed my my likes and i learned what what kinds i liked and what kinds i didn't yeah and uh, and you know i found that uh you know 99.9% of the north american pantyhose are you know are very uncomfortable and they and they look like your legs are wrapped you know in a sausage wrapper uh, but, uh, a lot of the European ones are, you know, extremely sheer, uh, very, very comfortable. And, and quite honestly, you, you don't even, they don't even look like you've got them on. It, it just gives your, your leg a nice, even look. And, you know, in some cases it might give it a, a shine. I, I prefer ones that are not, you know, shiny, right. um, but they're, you know, way, way more comfortable as well. I, I've often thought that if, you know, if those kind of pantyhose were, were available in, in, uh, in North America on a regular basis over the last 15 years, I think they would have remained to be, you know, much popular, more popular. Right, than, right, right. Yeah. Women, right. they're so uncomfortable for women. Yeah. But, you know, growing up, um, you know, again, things have changed. It used to be you you go into any department store, and and you and you go in and like they typically will have the uh, what do you call it the perfumes and that kind of thing right near the front door because that's a draw for the women. But the other thing was that you would the the pantyhose uh, displays were almost always right by the by the entrances, and they were in many cases they were huge. You know, it would be several aisles. Of different kind of pantyhose, and and they would always have, you know, the these pantyhose mannequins. It was just upside down legs, right? With, with yeah, you yeah. Know, different <laughs> yeah. styles and colors of pantyhose, right? And and I can remember as a as a kid, and to the I mean to a certain extent even now, but really when I was younger, man, I'd go in and I'd see that, and it was like a you know, like a raven, how they're attracted to a shiny object. It's, it's like it was a magnet drawing me to them, right? I just, I had to look. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when it got to the point where, you know, when I was buying my own, I, I would always go and, you know, look and, and you know, buy a, a new a new kind. If, if there was a new kind that I hadn't tried before, you know, I would try it out, right? So, I mean, over the years, my God, I've tried... I don't know how many different brands, but a lot. Uh, 
and you know even on the street is and one of your callers mentioned this you know i would be you know waiting at a at a traffic light you know uh, as i'm walking uh you know through downtown and and i'd see the girls and i'd look down and you know you'd see a certain weave of of pantyhose and and you'd get to the point where you'd recognize oh that's a such and such right, right. it's funny no. how that yeah that's crazy but you you become a bit of a connoisseur yeah do you like i mean i always find that they most of the time say they like nude stockings right do you also like like colored one like black ones or fishnets or is it just nudes um primarily nude uh some you know sometimes sometimes black or or gray but uh yeah primarily different different shades of of nude or you know uh something nowadays something that's you know close to uh you know very close to flesh tone and that again that's one thing with the with the european styles is that there are so many shades that are you know close to a natural flesh tone Right, they have a variety. When you were younger, before you were older and like were living with your wife, right? Like, where did you get your pantyhose from? Like, you couldn't steal them from your mother or your sisters anymore. Would you go out and buy them? I mean, nowadays you could just order them on Amazon. But like, what did you do in the days when you would have to like either buy them yourself or steal them? Like, where did you get them from? Yeah, so, you know, initially it was a matter of, you know, taking them off the curtain rod. Yeah. Um, but you know, typically that was, that was if I was, you know, have wearing them in the bath and then I would do my thing and and clean them up and hang them back up again. Right. Or, you know, sometimes I would, you know, when nobody was home, I'd rummage through the drawer, the drawers and, and, you know, bore them out of there. Uh, and then, you know, there was always, you know, again, a constant supply of them in the garbage cans. And those were the ones that, you know, if I found a pair that I liked the feel of, those were the ones that I would would keep, uh, and then as I got older, um, I would I would buy my own, right, and and go into the store and and uh, you know initially you you kind of uh, you know at a very early age it was kind of this ruse that oh you were you know your mom sent you to buy them or whatever right yeah <laughs> and and then over over a period of time you know as I got older it's just you know, I'm very upfront with if a saleswoman approaches or whatever, it's like, you know, oh, yeah, no, this is this is my size or whatever, and and uh, you know, I don't think I don't think twice about it now. Uh, you know, I've gone into uh, department stores, you know, in the summertime, uh, you know, wearing nylons, shopping for nylons, and so you know, I'm wearing I'm them underneath sure pants they, so they can't see them, but like. Right, like no, wearing, or, or wearing shorts. short, wearing shorts, wearing with the shorts, and, right, and with the nylon. So you know, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, in in recent years, I've done that, and and you know, have never had, you know, comments or or you know, like a shocked look or anything. And they let you but go it, in the same dressing I, room with all the women because, like, if you're in the pantyhose section, right, and you're in a department store, it's like all women. Well, like, I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm not trying them on in the. In the store, in the, right? You just the buy dressing. them, okay? Yeah, because you know it's underwear, so you can't try them. You can't try them on. 
Oh, right. Um, uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. I haven't worn hose in a long time, but I do know I have worn them. <laughs> so I should remember that. Uh, right. So you're not taking them. You're just buying them in the store and then uh, while you're wearing them. And now you don't care. You're not pretending you're buying them from somebody else. Right. Now, there's, there's been, you know, a couple of times where, um, you know, I've been in situations where I had no intention of, of, you know, showing or, or making it so obvious that I had pantyhose, but just because of the way that the circumstance changed, it, it became very, very obvious. Now, the one time was, you know, I went to a, a doctor's office and I, I was just supposed to pick up a machine, a, a sleep machine. And, uh, you know, so I didn't think that there was going to be any sort of exam or anything. It was just a matter of, you know, filling out some paperwork or whatever and and picking up this machine, right? Well, it turned out it was, uh, whatever, an intern or whatever that was, that I was meeting with that particular day. And so she decided to, you know, that she needed to do a little bit of history as well, uh, you know, as part of the learning process for her. So she sitting down doing history and then she's asking about well do you do you get swelling in your in your uh, lower legs and I'm like no and or I said well you know periodically or whatever and yeah. and uh, she and she says well can you take your your shoes off I want to you know feel your ankles right I'm like oh shit yeah. I, you know I had I, I knew that I had uh, you know these very light gray uh, uh, pantyhose on underneath that, you know, that I had no intention of, you know, making obvious when I went there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I kind of hummed and hawed and, and uh, you know, it wasn't a matter that, you know, oh, well, can you change and put on this gown or whatever? It's just, you know, just slip off your shoes and pull up your pant leg. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, um, wow. So... So I, I did it, and I think, you know, I think I mentioned, oh, I've, you know, I've got tights on or something, right? I didn't say pantyhose. I said, uh, you know, tights. Well, they were, you know, very obviously, you know, very, very sheer pantyhose. Yeah. And uh, so anyways, then she's going and, you know, kind of groping at, you know, my legs, not groping, but, you know, feeling my legs, you know, from the knee down and everything and examining very, very closely. And, uh, you know, just took it like like nothing you know like there was nothing uh she was out of professional the about, about it, it right mm-hmm. yeah no she was very professional about it. but i can remember leaving leaving there and and uh you know my heart's kind of racing and, and the one you know I, part of me was kind of terrified part was kind of turned on it was just you know again because it went back to this whole uh mentality that it was you know it was something so naughty and i'd been been caught right yeah um and you know that that uh had happened to me two occasions where where i went in uh to get x-rays on my on my knee and uh you know again normally they they take you to uh an area where there's a dress room and they say well put a gown on and so on whatever and and you know i would just take them off and and go in and get the x-ray done and then put them back on again well, there was two particular occasions where they kind of changed the process. And it's like, well, just come right in here. And I'm like, oh, geez. Oh, no. And, you know, the, the one time I had, you know, I had a black, a black pair on. I mean, it was, it was very, 
very obvious. And, oh and I, you know, yeah. I said, well, I've, I've got, uh, you know, I've got tights on. I said, can you, can you do it through that? Oh yeah, no, it's no problem. And, <laughs> they were professional you know, again, too, right? So, um, but you know, there's been, there's been cases like that in, in, uh, you know, somewhat recent years. Um, you know, so, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't wear them, uh, you know, out in the open all the time. That that is infrequent. I do wear them all the time under my clothing, or almost all the time under my clothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, That's become a part you know, of your clothing. Have, like it's not. It's like a woman. Like if a woman did it. I mean, for you, it's like every yeah, day. Yeah. I host. mean, for you know, it's it's interesting how even my perception of them has changed over the years. You know, it went from being something that just really felt cool. Um, you, you know, th- that I didn't know what it was, but I loved the feel of it. And I knew it was naughty to something that was just purely sexual. And right. the only time I wore them was, you know, when I was, when I was jerking off or, and now it's, it's something that for the most part, uh, is, is absolutely non-sexual for me. It's just a part of my natural, natural clothing. Yeah, there was another guy and, on. I don't uh, know if you listened to him, but I, I think it that's how it became for him too. And and I think it was very much like that's how it played out for him. I forget which guy it was. I've had so many pantyhose guys on. You know, each one's a little different, but he was a little bit more similar to you in that. He just, he really just liked the way they felt, like the support it gave him, right? Like it was more like a functional yeah. kind of a thing than well, sexual. Yeah, and, there, and, and there are certainly... Um, you know, st- still times where, you know, it, they, they turn me on, but, uh, yeah, for the most part, it's just, it's just another piece of, just another piece of clothing for me. Now, do you have um, kids? And, and, yeah. And I, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, you know, flaunt it around them. Yeah. It's, I kind of, you know, I don't involve them in that. Yeah, I was wondering if they knew that their dad, because that might be like, depending on their age, you know, that might be like, they might get to an age where they're like super embarrassed about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, kids, teenagers. Yeah, and I, no, and that, and that's kind of the way I looked at it. So, no, I've, I've kind of, you know, purposely, you know, kept it, uh, kept it under wraps around, uh, around them. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, even though, even the way things have changed in culture, you wonder, I, I don't know how, you know, they view it because, you know, there's so many things that were considered, you know, deviant or whatever, you know, years ago are just absolute mainstream now. Yeah, totally. And, uh, you know, there's there's so much, you know, on the Internet now, like, you know, it's amazing when when the Internet first came out. I mean, when it first came out, it was not a usable tool at all. But very quickly, it came to the point where you could go on and and you could could do some kind of rough queries and get some information and and you know one of the thir- first things that I've started to do I remember was was you know putting in a query about pantyholesness and and then you, you started seeing that oh there are other people that are that have this interest right and it's not now just you, you go mm-hmm. on and oh my lord it's just you know pages and pages and pages of pictures and videos and stories and 
Yeah, right? when I used and, to go on Craigslist, real- there was a tons of just regular guys like out there, like, you know, talking like with ads about it, you know. So it was just like besides all that stuff to get you off, there was like real personal ads of a ton of guys. That was the majority was pantyhose. Yeah. Second was foot fetish. But pantyhose yeah. was like the majority of them. No, that's exactly right. You know, I wonder so, what it's like one in every how many guys are wearing hose. <laughs> I was trading with my trainer today and I was like, oh, I have a podcast to tape. And as a pantyhose guy, I'm like, you know, pantyhose are really like common. It's like a common fetish with guys. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I trust me, you know, somebody that wears pantyhose. He's like, I don't know anyone that wears pantyhose. I'm like, no, I'm not saying, you know, and you're not telling me. I'm like, you, someone, you know, is wearing them, but they're not telling you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, he was like, yeah, OK. Well, that's what. You know, you read a lot of stuff that says that's the case, and that the, that's what I, th- I you know think. the the major the major market for pantyhose sales is is male. You know, online. Yeah. You know, they're sold as there's well in in most cases they're sold as a female garment, but even nowadays there's there's a, a lot of different brands that are sold specifically as, for men, right? As, as, as male pantyhose, right? I wonder what it is, um, one in every how many. Like, I got to Google that. I'm so unprofessional, I never give the facts of things, but I want to find out what that fact is. Like, how many, you know, if you put 10 guys in a room, would one person be wearing them, or did you have to put 50? Is it one in every 50, one in every 10? Like, I just wonder, you know, one in every thousand? I don't think. I think it's lower than that, you know? I'm going to do yeah, that. I don't, I'm going to Google know. that. I'm going to give that in my intro I when I, I intro this podcast. I wonder. But you're one. And then like whenever I air these podcasts, they're always like hugely downloaded, like more so than other ones. I always see an increase. Those are always like slightly higher than other ones uh, because I just think that it's a very common fetish. But I still think even though things are so open and out there in a lot of ways, I don't think that the pantyhose is. I think cross-dressers and transsexuals are more common than a guy who just wants to wear a, like a regular guy, a heterosexual guy that just wants to wear a hose. Like I haven't seen that guy represented yet out and about like so hardcore that it's like no big deal that your kids wouldn't mind. I still think it's like a little bit or a lot like not mainstream, you know, but I think, I I, I think, I think you kind of answered your own question, though. I think that the fact, you know, anything that I've read mm-hmm. says that the majority of males that are wearing pantyhose are heterosexual. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it, they're not gay. They're not transsexual or whatever. Yeah. And so for those individuals, it's still you know, something that's kind of, you know, deviant. It's, it's totally, I don't uh, think it's, uh, I don't right. think just because of what's, how the culture is now and how things have changed. I still think that that is something deviant. It's still considered a fetish. It's not mainstream. Um, I like, I feel like I do my show so that I could help for these things to be more out there. Like I want to show people what like people, real people are really doing, you know, and what, what is really going on. Right. Um, with men and women or whatever, you know, uh, and I think people learn a lot because like even before I started doing my show, I didn't know that this shit was going down, you know, um, and I wouldn't have known that pantyhose was so common. It's just, I still don't think it's like a, a mainstream thing, even though there's still that naughtiness there to it, which is yeah. maybe a good thing. 
for all the pantyhose guys. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't think it's. I, I. I don't think that it's necessarily. It's not mainstream, but I think it's the fact that nowadays people talk about so many topics much more more openly. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's still considered somewhat deviant, but at the same time, it's something that people talk about. Where 10, 15 years ago, you know, any of us out there that had this this pleasure, you just thought we were the only ones on earth. Yeah, well, right? that's like you said, that's what's so great about the internet. You th- just when you think you're interesting and unique, you could just go online and be like everybody else is. I'm like just like everybody else, which is a good thing, right? You know, uh, yeah, and maybe a bad thing if you have a big ego. But yeah, I mean, I but I like I said, I just don't think there's been anybody that's come out totally yet to make it more mainstream. But that'll happen eventually. But I still, I still do think that there's a little bit taboo. Like when I said it, like my trainer is a millennial. He was like, "What? I don't know anyone that wears pantyhose." I'm like, "You could be wearing pantyhose underneath there. How do I fucking know? Like, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not telling me. Like, I, you know. So if the millennials are like, "No way, I don't wear," you know, it's still not out there you'd need like someone famous to sort of be like this is what I do like look at what like Caitlyn Jenner did for transsexual you know like stuff like that like really helps you know um but I think that it is more common yeah on the internet and people are talking about it I get like so many emails like I said from guys that are calling up and uh it's not just older people like you who grew up in a time where it, you know pantyhose were like so different and like and pure, it was so puritanical because I have like I said younger guys that are into it as well. There's something about pantyhose, the feel, the touch, the way that they feel on you, the way that they feel, the way that they look on the legs that guys are fucking into. What I want to know, and then we're gonna wrap this up, is like, are there any women out there that have a pantyhose fetish? Like, I wonder if it's a female thing too right like like that like i wonder because i feel like you've mentioned that one girl like really kind of into it i mean if it's like a touch thing there's got to be women my sister was saying she loved the way they felt at her and stuff and i was like maybe you got a fetish for it she was like no but like i feel like there's got to be women out there too right i think it would only make sense that there is yeah right Mm mm-hmm that's what I think. I want to hear from the women. I want to hear from a woman. Or I know I'll get emails and there'll be more pantyhose episodes to come. And thank you for your because story. For, yeah. For for me, one of the things is is, you know, the the fact that they're they're so sheer and you're and you're wearing something but at the fact it's you're wearing something but it's like you're not because they're yeah. so so sheer, right? Mhm. And that's what you so, like, or that's how what you like the feeling of it now that it's no, not that's, sexual. That's what I. That's one of the underlying things that you know that I that I really liked about it. What kind of drew me to them is the fact that you're wearing something, but you're. It's almost like you're not, right? Yeah, I guess. But, but it would just feel so irritating feel. when you're walking with them. I don't know. Like I said, a lot of women find them to be. I couldn't stand them. You couldn't pay me to wear well, a pair. Again, of, I, yeah. Again, I think it it comes down to finding that right, right, that like right you brand. said, the European ones or the good ones. I would, com- I would completely agree with you for, you know, probably the majority of brands where, you know, they don't they don't stay up or they're way too tight at the waist or they're too this too that, but uh, you know, it seems like the the Europeans have put more more science into them and they and they fit the leg better and they and they fit without being restrictive and and they're more breathable and you know more everything 
uh, like I said before, I think that if, if the European uh, holes were available in North America on a, on a regular basis, I, I think their popularity nowadays would be much higher. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Because, yeah, I think most people got into got women don't wear them because they're just like they don't feel good and they're not great. But maybe the women that do, they know the other ones. I was never that into it. But you could email me those as well. Maybe I'll give them in the intro. I'm going to Google how many guys, how many one and how many are wearing hose. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your story. Uh, I want to next hear from a woman uh, and, you know, get the skinny on that because there's got to be females out there. But it's good to hear another guy's story because it's like I said, it's a very common thing. And the more people talk about it, the better. Right. Yeah, it's been it's been very nice talking to you. Yeah, you too, Brad. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you. Have a nice day. You too. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous.